Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. I am your host, Diane Sorensen, certified life coach, hypnotherapy practitioner, mother, grandmother, and human fascinated with behavior and how to live our best life. My goal is to offer you another perspective, to see behavior in ourselves, our children, and others from another angle. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel more connected in their relationships. It's for anyone who feels the pull for something more. It's for parents and those who are not. This podcast is for anyone who wants to take a deeper look because this is where we talk about breaking generational patterns and outdated cultural beliefs, cultivating deeper connections in our life, and leading our life with more confidence and clarity. And I believe that's when beautiful behavior comes into focus. You can learn more about my process, me, and the three different ways in which beautiful behavior could come into focus for you at my website at diannesorensen.net. That's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Okay, listeners, let's go. From failure to freedom. This week's episode was inspired by a client of mine. I was talking with her just recently, and she was talking about how uh, she's pra- she's practicing uh, really shedding perfection, um, perfectionism, my words, not hers, but she's practicing doing less instead of the go, 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 do, 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 uh, you know, doing less of the things that really aren't truly important in the grand scheme of things, you know, like um, having the house perfectly clean all the time, everything in its place, you know, all of these things that we tend to do um, because we think, well, if I don't do them, I'm a failure. And so she was in this uh, curious state, really, this curious position of, witnessing herself as, well, because she said, um, this feels really weird because now that I'm practicing doing less and all of these things really in the grand scheme of things aren't all that important, um, before, if I would have, you know, not done them, I would have felt like a failure where now it just feels like freedom. So she was in this curious position of witnessing herself, um, you know, doing, 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 because if she didn't, she would be a failure. And now witnessing, witnessing herself and experiencing doing less of the things that really aren't all that important, and experiencing freedom. 
And I just thought, wow, that is such a great insight that, you know, she's had now has the self-awareness to actually witness herself and see the contrast between not being good enough and trying to prove ourselves and the freedom of knowing I'm worthy even when you know some of these things are left undone. So I believe that fear of failure, that fear of if I don't do all of this stuff and get everything on my to-do list checked off, I'm a failure because that is the belief of I'm not good enough. And freedom, being able to do less and feel free rather than like a failure, is the belief that I am worthy, is knowing and reconnecting with that deeper sense of, with that deeper, um, more authentic, our truest, wisest self deep within us in reclaiming our worthiness because we are worthy. We just don't believe it. We've become disconnected from that. So freedom is really connecting back to that, um, our truest, most authentic self, reclaiming our worthiness. And it's allowing, freedom is allowing ourself to be. Rather than do, we allow ourselves to be. And that's how we can witness ourselves and make conscious choices. Otherwise, we are just on autopilot, uh, re, just running on a pattern, a pattern of don't fail, don't fail, don't fail, be good enough, be good enough, be good enough. And when we start to do our own work, our own inner work, we become more aware of ourselves. We become, you know, in a more conscious state and we can make conscious choices that lead us to where we want to go, which is really breaking that pattern of I'm not good enough. And when we live in that belief, I'm not good enough in some way or another, we live in a constant state of threat. And the threat is that people are going to see me as not good enough. And the truth is we're seeing ourselves as not good enough. And we're constantly punishing ourselves in order to keep us from not failing. Right? So we we berate ourselves, we beat ourselves up, you know, 
don't you dare have that cookie. Don't you eat that cookie. If you eat that cookie, you're going to gain weight and you won't be good enough. Or look at this house. Oh my gosh, it is a mess. Why, why have you let this happen? You can't let this happen. You must, you know, do, do, you must keep this sparkling clean or you're not good enough. And, you know, or whatever it is, you know, we're doing this to ourselves all day long. Under constant threat. And so it puts us in a constant state of stress. And it's, it, a chronic stress negatively affects our mind, our body, our spirit. You know, take autoimmune diseases. They are about chronic stress. All these negative thoughts, these negative beliefs about ourselves, are toxic to our cells in our body. And here's the deal. The bar of what is good enough is always rising. You know, if, if blank, I'll be good enough. Fill in the blank. If I'm thin enough, I'll be good enough. If I'm, you know, have enough money, I have blank amount of money, I'll be good enough. If, you know, whatever it is. If I'm smart enough, educated enough, have, you know, whatever it is. And we get there and then it's like, oh, this wasn't enough. So now I need to go to the next thing, right? Um, it's, it's this mentality of more is better. And so if we believe we are not enough, we are never going to have enough or be enough because that bar constantly moves. And this is how perfection is formed. And perfection isn't real. Reality is not perfection or perfection is not in reality. We will never, ever get to perfection because it doesn't exist. And again, the bar of perfection is always moving. If we think, well, you know, I'm going to, you know, do this better, do this better, do this better. Well, better is, you know, never enough um, because it keeps, the bar keeps raising. And we are living in a fantasy world if we believe life is not going to be messy. We're living in a fantasy if you think you are not going to have challenge and struggle and falling down moments. You know, reality is we go through rocky times and we go through times of, you know, smooth, smoother sailing. And then we go through rocky times again and smooth sailing again. It's not smooth sailing forever. It's not, oh, I need to take care of this rocky time. And once I do, I will be smooth sailing forever. And I think this is what we look for. And, and, and we think if things get rocky, and they will, that, oh, 
I've done this wrong. Or if something is going on with our kids and, you know, then we think, oh, I've messed them up. No, this is called the journey of the reality of life. However, it doesn't mean it has to be filled with drama. Challenge is inevitable. Drama is our conditioning. Drama means blame, right? It means judgment and then blame, blaming somebody. You know, it's got to be somebody's fault for this challenge in my life. Somebody needs to pay. And that creates power struggle. And that is the drama. And this is actually our traditional model of being in relationships. Because first off, we make a judgment, right? We make a judgment about somebody or, you know, a narrow, we, we make a story in our head uh, to make sense of what's happening. So we, we judge it, somebody as, oh, this is good or this is bad or they're good or they're bad, right or wrong. And really right is a winner, wrong is a loser. Uh, good right uh, is deserving. Bad wrong is undeserving. And when you're deserving, it's rewarded, right? When one is deserving, they're, they're, they get a reward. Uh, whether that is... Um, a physical reward, which we're doing with our kids all the time, or even, you know, even in corporate, we, we do that. But um, whether it's a physical reward or even just that unconscious, oh, good job, uh, uh, getting that validation as long as we think it is deserving. And if it's undeserving, then, well, that is punished, with either taking something away or withdrawing our affection. So we either give something or give our affection or we take something or withdraw our affection. So in other words, we are saying you are either good enough for my affection or you are not good enough for my affection. So you're either lovable or unlovable in this moment. And this is conditional love. And it I'm not just talking about doing this with our children. It, we're, we do this in all kinds of relationships and with ourselves. And conditional love, conditional acceptance does not feel safe. It is a threat. Because as human beings, we are wired to be in community, to be connected to others. So when affection, uh, validation is love, is uh, withdrawn from us in those moments, that builds this belief that I'm not good enough. And this is our traditional model. This is the foundation of our conditioning. We are conditioned to feel not good enough, 
to continue to strive to, you know, perform at top level to, you know, it's almost like there's this fear of, well, if, you know, you're good enough, you'll, you'll keep, you'll quit wanting to thrive. And actually, I don't think it's about thriving. I think it's the fear is if you think you're good enough, then you won't continue to strive to be better, which isn't about thriving. It's about, well, being good enough, performing, um, performing, you know, academically or um, in, in a workplace, whatever it is. You know, it's almost like, well, if you think you're good enough, then you'll, you'll just think this is, you know, I don't need to um, continue to grow. And uh, being good enough has nothing to do with growth and thriving. It has to do with being imprisoned in a habit of proving myself. And we don't have to prove that we are lovable because we are inherently lovable. But the way our traditional system is set up, it has this questioning that, uh, questioning if we are lovable and then proving that we are by being high achievers. And there is another way. There is another model, an upgraded conscious model that we can begin to practice to shift to freedom and living our life with acceptance. So the model, the foundation of that model is acceptance and ownership, taking ownership rather than blame, finding fault on others, uh, doing things out of obligation and performance, um, taking ownership, which leads to encouragement. Um, We feel good about ourselves. And when we feel good about ourselves, we do better. You know, we have this uh, belief in our traditional system that says, you know, for instance, kids have to feel bad in order to do better. Well, the truth is when people feel bad about themselves, whether you're a child or an adult, you do not do better. You do not make better choices. You, your actions then end up being based in fear rather than the good for all. Uh, This model creates connection. And connection is what creates meaning in our relationships and in our life. And it takes us from drama to empowerment. And this is a model I use uh, in my my programs. Uh, And really, it's about also living from the inside out. You know, traditionally, we live, you know, 
trying to control our external uh, world, everything going on out here, people, situations, and so that I feel okay on the inside. And that creates a lot of drama and power struggle. So living from the inside out where, how do you want to feel? And then cultivating that inside of you. How, you know, maybe I want to feel more peaceful. Maybe I want to experience more peace in in my external world. Then I can uh, create more inner peace. How do I do that? And then I, you know, I find uh, ways of, you know, creating more inner peace, mindfulness, meditation, journaling, whatever that is. Um, And so maybe it's, I want to feel more energized. What are the activities that I can put in my calendar and engage in um, so that I feel more energized? Maybe it's doing less so that I feel more rested and have more energy for the things that truly matter. Um, So... The uh, traditional model of change would be do more better or do more. Uh, And the more conscious connected model says be the change that you want to experience. You get to create the life that you want. And we all have the power to do that. We've just led to believe, we've been led to believe something else. So this week, as you go through your days, pay attention and notice where you're doing things out of fear of I won't be good enough and where you can create some freedom by allowing yourself to do less better. Thank you for tuning into the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show or previous shows, I would so appreciate you subscribing and leaving a review. I am so grateful for all of you listeners who are joining me here for these conversations because I believe it's through these type of conversations that we start to shift the paradigm creating a more loving and compassionate world. I hope you will join me here each week as we discover new ways to show up in our lives and create a bigger impact. And if you are ready to take this to the next level, head on over to my website at diannesorensen.net. Again, that's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Get on my calendar and see how you can be supported and if we're a good fit, so that you can get out of survival and into thrival. Change is possible, and I've got you.